That's a fair price. Yeah, yeah hell, you only good one. <laughs> you guys give up? Or you're thirsty for more. Well, I, I don't know what to say except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Welcome to pop culture purgatory, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. Hey, everybody, welcome back to pop culture purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Disson. And Chris Sean Martin's for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so we're talking uh, Fago from 1996, uh, directed by the Coen brothers. Uh, this is Trump's order. From Minnesota. Order. Looks like we got ourselves a triple homicide here. I'm uh, Jerry Lundegaard. You got the car? You bet. Brand new burnt umber Sierra. You want your own wife kidnapped? Her dad, he's real well off. So why don't you just ask him for the money? <laughs> See, these are personal matters. Personal matters? I'm... Wait, it's Jerry. I don't know what to do. It's my wife. We gotta talk. It's something hard, geez. It's terrible. So I got the state looking for a Sierra with a tag starting DLR. Sure that I agree with you 100% on your police work there, Lou. I think that vehicle there probably had dealer plates. Jeez. DLR? No, they said no cops. Here's the second one. So we got a trooper pull someone over. This a new car then, sir? Oh, it certainly is, officer. Still got that smell. There's a high-speed pursuit. We got a shooting. And then this execution-type deal. A million dollars, a lot of damn money. They got my daughter. Are you, hon? Brunch is some lunch, Margie. What are those, night crawlers? Oh, yeah, looks pretty good. How's Gene? Who's Gene? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, the little guy, he was kind of funny looking. You were having sex with a little fella then. Yeah. Mr. Lundegaard, do you mind if I sit down? Carrying quite a load here. Where's Jerry? I got your damn money. Now, where's my daughter? Jeez. Blood has been shed. We now want the entire 80,000. I answered the darn... I'm cooperating here. You have no call to get snippy with me. I'm just doing my job here. What do you fellas got yourself mixed up in? Police! So, is there anything else you can tell me about him? He wasn't circumcised. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. So okay there, Marge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Jordan, you want to take a lead on this? or? Oh, yeah, man. I, I actually chose this movie. Uh, one of the many great coen brother movies i mean uh they did do a spin-off series off of this it kind of takes place not necessarily in fargo but uh kind of across that region uh right. yeah the only the only scene in fargo is the one where jerry meets 
fucking the two kidnappers for the first time. Right. right. Yeah. And I guess the one liner. I thought that is, was uh, funny. Yeah. There's, there's a garbage piece of shit guy who's uh, he's gone into debt over his head and owes money. It sounds like to a lot of people that matter. And uh, yeah, you never way, really find out why he needs it so bad. It pisses no, me I was. I, always, <laughs> I assumed gambling. I, I didn't. Yeah, they never really specified. And I'm like, he doesn't look like he's strung I mean, out on anything. Yeah, yeah, and he's such a fucking idiot. Like he's just so inept. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's he's such Sets a pussy. So many, yeah. Oh God, yes. Sets the whole thing in motion, and then it's like, well, I don't understand why everything's going so bad. <laughs> why is this happening to me? Yeah. Uh, basically he has a bunch of different irons in the works on different ways to make money and they're all really fucked up and they're all coming back to catch up with him. Yeah. Specifically the parking, parking lot. That's like the main thing he's the money for. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. And the dads are, I don't know. I used to buy them back in the day. You don't really make any money on them, Jerry. I don't know. I love love when he's like, sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Pretty sweet. <laughs> pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Jerry, did you think we were going to give you $750,000? I love that. They just start laughing at yeah. his face. We're not a bank, Jerry. It is so just bank, like the, the slow. We imagine Macy is also incredible in this movie. Like, there's so much great oh, yeah, acting. Man. But, like, man, he is. That's such like such an underrated performance. <laughs> Macy actually was said. Uh, I was watching an interview with him. He was saying, like, I was born for this role. And uh, he wasn't <laughs> enormous at the time, but he was. Uh, supposed to be one of the detectives and he saw that that role he he casted for the role and did like okay on it and he's like god damn it i need to get this role and the coen brothers went out to new york to go do some more casting and he showed up to that casting and was like uh told joel cohen i was like i will shoot your dog if you don't put me as he's yeah. like i'm not gonna let you jesus. like fuck up he's like i don't screw- want you guys to screw up and cast the wrong person it's like jesus the balls on bill macy insane yeah. Insane. And I mean, at the time, he's living out in some frozen fucking shed in Vermont, as he calls it, turning poles on a lathe and smoking dope, <laughs> waiting for the call. <laughs> <laughs> like, what that the? That sounds like a great time. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, said he was two miles in a shed, like between anybody else, like his closest neighbor, just out there, just getting high in some shitty little shed and fucking partying with a lathe. <laughs> I mean, getting high in like the snow time, that would be amazing. I don't get yeah. that luxury out here in Texas as often. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> the weed, too, of course, but not the damn snow. <laughs> <laughs> or having the luxury of having a full wood shop while you're, yeah, inside yeah, of your shed. exactly. But also, fuck the snow. Uh, I can assuredly say that, thank I God. I could never live in there, yeah. No, it, it's, it's fucking brutal. It's awful. If you're around it for more than a week, it, you just, yeah. everything becomes harder and shittier to do. I'm uh, all about visiting, but not staying indefinitely. Hell no, right. dude. Oh, I mean, yeah, we, we, we all we all get to have a, a uh, you know depends on where you're at in Texas, but we all had a pretty terrible time. At least I did. Uh, at first, that first day was pretty cool, but when it when this, the, the second day, oh, third day, fourth day, I'm like, all right, man, I gotta I gotta get back to work. I'm I gotta make some this. money. I, I just want some goddamn electricity's out. Some heat, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heat. Fucking, I'm sick and tired of charging my car, charging my switch and my phone in my car. Like, I want to do it inside the fucking house, man. Right, and you know. Texans are so stupid. We froze to death, and still elected the same people. <laughs> right, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I'm making tea no in the chance. barbecue pit, rolling fucking water. Dude, yeah, shit. I had I had like oh, one can of propane left, and I was able to use that to like make the shit I had left in my stove or fridge, right. so nothing did, so nothing went bad, you know. And yeah. I just wouldn't put like a twelve pack of beer in the snow outside and just waited. <laughs> that, that, part nice. that part was nice. I went and got wood out of the backyard, and then just threw that in the pit, and I was like, "This is yeah. now our stove. Some this holes, is what, burn some wood." 
There you go. <laughs> Nick Foles That's like achievement fucking period. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's 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 so much fun. It's like a primal like thing. It is. I'm gonna dig. A, I'm gonna dig a hole. I'm gonna burn some fucking wood in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me do that. Let's all gather around that heat <laughs> that fire we've created. But this thing's it's fucking. Like the, uh, oh, go ahead, Tron. Yeah, this thing's fucking star-studded, man. Um, we have Francis, Francis McDormand, William H Macy, Steve Buscemi. Uh, uh, who else we have in here? I'm trying, I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Oh, I need Peter, to Peter Stormare, fucking Christopher Mayer. Uh, yeah. the, the dad, uh, Harv Presnell, which I've seen him in a lot of old stuff. I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. The father-in-law, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I still like the the nice hooker on the left. The, the one's like, yeah. <laughs> nice hooker. Got a yeah. Funny looking how. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a general way. Funny looking, like in a general in a way. General yeah. way. Dude, yeah. Steve, like, pitches so much shit throughout this movie. It was like, everyone that interviews asking about how he looks like, yeah, funny looking, like a general funny looking. And they're completely <laughs> right. It's the best way to describe how he looks. Yeah, it really general is. General funny looking little guy. <laughs> little <Yeah>. muskrat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, his partner does look like a Wish.com Corbin Dallas kind of, with his blonde hair, <laughs> blonde forehead. Corbin Dallas. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. I put you bada bing, bada boom. Multi pass. Uh, <laughs> I do. I love uh, uh, Shep, the mechanic guy. Okay. Like all oh, of his like Brown one straightforward yeah. answer. It's amazing, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, no. I didn't like, didn't vouch for him. That she's trying to. Yeah, you can clearly see she's leading him into a trap with these questionings, and he just goes right into it. Yeah. <laughs> right into it. Like, say someone else lives there, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Macy does the same thing when he's confronted with her, man. Uh, like, she, as a character, she's fucking awesome in this movie when it comes to, like, <laughs> interrogating people, seeing past her bullshit, and be like, uh-huh, like, like a stupid smile on her face as they're repeating answers. Fucking great, dude. <laughs> Yeah, very brilliant. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's funny. She won an Oscar, and she didn't even show up in the movie until, like, 45 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's true. That's crazy. very true. It took a rewatch for that. me to realize how far in it was until she popped in. I was like, holy shit, when's, when are we going to see her? And I was like, oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot, yeah, man. Marge. Yeah, what's... Marge. Marge. I, I got John Carroll Lynch, uh, who I mostly know for, like, uh, for the Zodiac movie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The That's best right, suspect yeah, of being yeah. Zodiac. Or yeah. the weirdo. I, this is going to be very obscure, but remember that movie with Gothic with like Halle Berry? And like, yeah, it's dude, a piece of shit. shit. But like, he's a bad guy. He's, he goes like straight, he goes like shirtless for like the, like the last 20 minutes of the movie. He's like, it's got this, it's really gross. He's, <laughs> but he's like shirtless the whole time, shooting shotguns at people and trying to chase Halle Berry. It's very odd. But yeah, I remember that guy from the. From Zodiac, he's awesome in Zodiac because that guy he he does such a great job of, of, of mimicking the actual guy. Have you ever seen interviews with the actual dude who they thought right. was oh, probably more right. like the Zodiac? I and saw side by close. side of that. Yeah, I saw side yeah, by side of that, close. and it's like almost dead on. It's, it's terrifying, eerie, eerie how dead it on it is. Yeah, it gets yeah. Steve I remember Park him from the Mike Yakanika. What's it, Mike? It's Mike. You know, Mike Yakanika. Oh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> That guy's another Mike, piece of you know? shit. Dude, that, that shit is the weirdest thing in this whole movie. Like, yeah. that's the only sequence of events. I'm like, why did they put that in here? That in? Yeah. <laughs> Everything else makes perfect. It's almost a perfect script, really. You know what I mean? Everything leads to the kind of forwarding the plot. 
and right. this it's just this one <laughs> i should not have done that i love when he, he swings around and sits on the other side right next to her. he's like no i prefer you back over there <laughs> <laughs> you just see the look of like she's like terror in her eyes but she's like no it's just because i don't want to crane my neck to look at you and she's really like motherfucker give me my space <laughs> i'm pregnant you psycho <laughs> it's yeah, even crazier she, when she has that phone call from her further she's like no she did die from no cancer she's still she's still alive he's like whoa this guy's a fucking real yeah. creep yeah <laughs> man he's got mental, he's with his parents he had mental issues like holy fuck man that's crazy <laughs> that's weird it's maybe mike like was the best actor in the movie <laughs> maybe so maybe so i yeah i found it strange they put him in there as well and i was wondering if it was to make marge seem like more of a traditional dedicated like uh, loyal person to her husband. I don't. It still didn't make sense because you never got anything but that vibe from her throughout the entire movie. Like I they just thought it like, was like, yeah. yeah. I just thought it was an interesting part, splice of life in that that town. Like these characters, <laughs> sure. you know, Cohen, it's Cohen characters. You know, the Cohen brothers. They all have a very distinctive uh, characteristics about them. So I mean, like it makes sense for that character to be in this movie, even though how weird it is. And, it is fucking weird, but I mean, it makes well, it sense made, in their yeah. world. I saw something too, like maybe his erratic behavior and craziness made her go back to Jerry. Cause like right after that, she like she's got she's driving in the car and she has like a like a thought thing. Ah, you know what I mean? She's yeah. like thinking. And then she immediately goes to Jerry's job. And that's when he's like, All right, I'll do a damn lot count. All right. Sorry. I'm kind of sick, so I think I went a little Scottish there. I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> okay. I should have got Joe on the show because she she's her parents are from up up there, man, and she does a great fucking accent. Just oh, like awesome. you know, like Bobby's mom, you know, Bobby, you know, Bobby's world. It's a great Bobby's mom voice, but yeah, this oh we should have oh. got her on. Too bad. Can we talk about the true coat, guys? Because that true coat, oh, it's yes. it's put on the factory. I mean, I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> what, what I what I love about that scene is apparently Joel Cohen said that is almost verbatim exactly what you know a situation he had where he went to go buy a car. Almost the exact same thing. Sequence of events happened. He's like, I have to write this into this. It's fucking great because he actually calls the dealer like a piece of shit, <laughs> the salesman a piece of shit. You are garbage. And over, like, exactly, you see the dealer walk over to his quote-unquote manager and stand there and be like, so you going to the hockey game? Yeah. You got an extra ticket? You got an extra ticket? The fuck do you Are think? You like, or what did he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyways, the way he looks back at him, goes back in, he's like, I'll tell you what, we never do this, but I could take $100 off that true code. <laughs> he's like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. You're, you're, you're a liar. You're a fucking liar. Fucking liar. You <laughs> really fought to get that fuck out, so kudos to that, man. <laughs> Give me your checkbook. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It did oh, look like he struggled thing. to get that line out. As, as you're fucking liar. Yeah. It's a man who doesn't cuss often. So when he does, you know, that's some real shit. <laughs> yeah, he's right. I wanted, that day. I didn't want to forget to. I didn't notice this until tonight. I've watched this movie a hundred fucking times. But when Steve Buscemi is with the hooker in the restaurant, they're seeing um, Jose Feliciano, who sings the Feliz yes. Navidad, da, 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 that yeah. the fucking Christmas yeah. song. I was like, holy shit, I never realized that until today. Yeah, he's blind, huh? And there's uh, – what's even <laughs> really? crazier than that. Yeah, oh, yeah fucking he was nuts. born blind because congenial glaucoma or something. Yeah, we uh, and funny enough, Jazzy brought him up before we finished watching the movie and that scene came up. And we're like, how fucking eerie is it? Like in my YouTube Oh, that's search, awesome. We had played his like Christmas music in the background when we were doing shit, and all of a sudden we finished the second half of Fargo. And it's just like, dude, what the? What are the fucking odds? Because I don't remember that <laughs> yeah. scene at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Pete's sake. 
<laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I remember I remember that scene, but I was always more laughing at him talking about, oh, I'm just in for a quick business trip in and out. <laughs> in and out. She's a hooker. It's like, oh, funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> funny looking. The way Bushimi's character treats fucking Jerry to me is the best. He's like straight to the point. He's like, well, you're going to want me to fucking what to the wife? And he's like to kidnap his wife. He's like. Yeah, William's character's like, oh, you know, Jerry's like, ah, oh, she's, it's, she's, his, her dad's rich, and you know, he's, she's, she's got money. She's like, well, why don't you ask your fucking wife, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you have us kidnap her for fuck's sakes? <laughs> I'm not gonna debate you, Jerry. <laughs> There's a great scene. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the car. It's a brand new car. Right after lot. It's the car. Well, fuck that, Jerry. Let's ask your father, Jerry. Yeah, Jeff said you'd be here at seven thirty. It's eight thirty. We've been sitting here fucking. Eight thirty. <laughs> oh no, I guess I guess that's a mix up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mix up. It's like Jerry, he's so like he sets all the. It's like I said earlier, he sets all the shit into motion, but he's so inept and just like guileless. You know what I mean? He's just fucking. Really he guileless. just can't believe that. Oh, he yeah, just goes that's so a bad. Good word for it. It's he, like he of course everything. Like the, the, the <laughs> fact that like yeah. she gets kidnapped and like you can while he's walking through the house, hun, I'm back. I got groceries. He's like, look at the window. He's like seeing like the sort of the crime scene happened in the kitchen. He's like, oh shit. I didn't tell him to stop. I like, I, I had the, I was going to get the money. I didn't get the money. I didn't tell him to stop. And they kidnapped right. my fucking wife. And oh. Everything's going just really bad for me right didn't now. Didn't think about his son at all in the it. situation. He just realizes after yeah, he's asked. Yeah, that's the crazy like, part. It's the uh, craziest part. When the, when the lawyer says, you know, how's Scotty? He's like, oh, 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 yeah, Scotty. Like, he didn't even think about his <laughs> how his fucking kid would react to his mother being kidnapped yeah. in, their own, yeah. in their own home. His head's so and far up his own talk ass. they have together in the room, it's just brutal. Like, fuck, oh. man. Like, does he try to console him or anything? Doesn't try to, like, touch his shoulder or give him a hug? He's just like, yeah. hey, it's good. everything's okay, Scotty. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Because in okay. Jerry's fucking numb nuts brain, it's going to be okay. Everything's going <laughs> to go yeah, perfectly okay. to plan. You know what I mean? You fucking <laughs> yeah. idiot. So far up his own ass. And watching him as a character is great just because every, like, minute that passes in the movie, the walls are closing in, like, oh, like God. more and more on him. And it's just, oh, man, the anxiety of watching his character. He's, even though you know he deserves all of it that he it's has still, coming. Yeah. You still it's feel still, bad for the fucking yeah, retard. It's still, yeah, exactly. Because you feel like you feel like he's just Sorry. a complete fucking, yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Retard. Yes, because he's a, yeah, he's. He's a fucking idiot that just keeps making the worst possible decision you could possibly and make. Everything worse. Y- yes. Right. And, and yeah. they, everything, but even if he had one thing work out right for him and all the dumb fucking moves that he made, like if the lot thing went through and her dad was like, yeah, sure, we'll go make the deal through you. Like, okay, that solves one of your problems, but he's probably going to take that money and fuck it off on whatever and, he yeah. owes money for to begin with and just keep exactly. escalating this problem. Like, it's it's never gonna work out for you. Eventually, all the walls are gonna close in like they did for him. He'd probably uh, go blow it all on all the true coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't realize this movie's uh, this movie's cinematography is by Roger Deakins, man. I mean, going back now, I know what I know about Roger Deakins. He's a great, he's an amazing cinematographer, and like he really shows in this film, like this the oh, yeah. landscapes, the wide angle lenses. I mean, these, everything looks perfect. Even the pans across the snow when people walk. A great scene of um, of Steve Buscemi like with the with the case with the with the suitcase with the money in it, and him like falling through. Like it's like it, it feels real, like him like walking across to that mm-hmm. fence to bury the money, and he's like tripping holes and shit. It's a great shot. All, all these shots are just so 
fucking even the night shots. I know. The night and snow hitting the glass. It's, just, it's fucking awesome, man. Oh, the chase scene is my favorite part. Like after they've kidnapped his wife mm. and the, the trooper pulls him over, shoot him in the yes. fucking head. That scene is oh, wild. That's intense, dude. That's fucking real intense. And man. I love because like the it's it's an underplayed kind of like chase sequence. You know what I mean? It's the engine revving. I agree. Peter Stormare getting closer, and then the car. You just see the tail lights. You know they just lose control. I'm sure because they're freaking out trying to get the fuck away, and it's iced over yeah. roads. Yeah, that whole right. sequence was just fucking so well shot, and just the tension just building the whole time until it's inevitable, and you know how you know what's gonna happen. You know, yeah, it's right. crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild, like you're saying with this a lot of that snow scene uh, when he went digging to bury the suitcase, and even in oh, that yeah. chase scene where the car was overturned, they said like this is a historical hot winter while they were filming this movie, so a lot of the oh. snow was like pulled in, like the um, they actually used snow chipper on uh, the where it was the parking garage roof scene. If you look around, there's snow on like nothing else around there. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. The, the morning shot, like the chase scene at night was shot in a completely different road where you, you know, or where the original shooting was. And the day scene where the car was flipped over and you could see just fields of snow was shot further up north, like a full state further up north, I think, uh, which is pretty nuts, dude. Like how That's much they had to nuts, move dude. around. And they said it's yeah. only happened to not be that thick of snow, like feet of snow in like 50 years and that happened to be the first wow. year and was the year that they were shooting this movie Holy shit. that's crazy oh, yeah? and you know it's it's crazy that it was hot because like you say that reminded me of one of their quotes uh read in the trivia they like describe minnesota as siberia with family restaurants <laughs> <laughs> that's so great wow <laughs> yeah not to take anything pretty- away it's still cold as fuck it's just you know not the snow amount that they needed so it's right. all the suffering without the, the scenery they needed for the movie. I mean, it's flawless. I agree. So, yeah, that's amazing. They did a great job of masking it. I didn't know until I watched the uh, uh, some interviews afterwards with the Coen brothers. Yeah, this is pretty uh, wild. Go ahead, Jeremy. Do you, you guys read this? Um, the uh, the Peter Stormare character has 18 lines of dialogue, and uh, the uh, shooting oh, like character 150. has 150 lines of dialogue. <laughs> 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 Which I mean suits their characters perfectly. It really it does. I agree. Will you, like, talk, I mean, Will you fucking talk, please? You fucking talk. And it's it's funny too. Like towards the end, he's like, "I'm gonna put up with your shit all fucking weekend." It's like, man, you're the one who hasn't shut the fuck up, Bushimi. You know I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, Stormare is a fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah, he is. I want the pancake house. What, pancakes again? I'm hungry <laughs> now. <laughs> What did you say? I love that scene where he talks about like, oh look, it's the Twin Cities, you know, the Twin Cities, you know, <laughs> to have, have a conversation yeah. with the fucking guy. You know, there's a building there that's almost as tall as like the Chicago building, but it's not as tall as also there's five more buildings that are taller than it. It's like <laughs> it's just a shitty angle of conversation, and of course he's not biting on any of it. And he comes back to fun. He's like, fine, I'll be quiet then. I'll, I'll be silent. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. I'll be <laughs> silent. Keep saying drive. I'll yeah. just fucking drive. I keep saying I'll be quiet for like the next. And he can't minutes. shut the fuck up, right? He's he like, he's like he's one of those people. He's like incapable of it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Even when he gets shot in the face, oh square! Even when he gets shot in the face, shot in the mouth, and he still doesn't stop yapping, dude. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do? Cut the fucking car in half with a chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ah, that's good shit. <laughs> I love the uh, uh, the, uh, the how Coen Brothers do like um, 
how how they escalate like, like the smallest sort of scene you think it might be the easiest scene for like a transaction to you know to come <laughs> around or whatever and then it just fucking escalates like fucking crazy the whole scene with them on the, the parking garage between shimmy and the uh the wife's dad it just everything happens so fucking quick man it's yeah. like boom. I, lo- I, I love when he gets shot the the daddy's like oh jeez. you got a bullet in your lung and you still can't say fuck <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Then the important name, R.I.P. to that homie. He went out like he got shot. In the oh machine. yeah, he shoots him like eight times. And I did was... make a note about that scene. Um, his gun flashes, <laughs> but the the rack never slides back. So I don't know if that was like a whoa, whoa. if that was like done in CGI afterwards. I rewound it like six times too. I was like, wow, his rack never slides when he pulls the the trigger on the gun. I thought that was <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Was he the same ticket guy from earlier where Bushimi was just like, here's your four dollars, you piece of shit? <laughs> I, I, I I I hope so. <laughs> I know. Might as well be the other fucking funny looking guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Not yeah, just the guy friend. looked like a fucking the the guy who played it, <laughs> like mixed in with Steve Buscemi right. and like they had a baby. <laughs> or like one of those guys. Weird. He looked like the guy from the People Under the Stairs, the, the one of those yes. monsters from back in the day. He looked just yes. like him. Oh yeah, what's his name? I forget his name. He's the guy who didn't talk at all. He's no tongue. Yeah, the yeah. Oh, fuck Roach. That He's Roach. Roach. Taka. Yes. Got it. Taka. Yes. Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> I miss that movie. Fuck. Oh yeah. So uh, soundtrack, fucking banger. I really enjoyed it. The, so- oh, the yeah. violin, creepy Carter violin. Burwell, style. man. Oh, super good, man. Yeah, Carter Burwell. He's great. It's 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 a really uh, foreboding movie with a lot of awesome dark comedy, man. Like all the way throughout. Like most of the Cohen stuff is, but like yeah. it's just it's truly like that's that line. Like when uh, where, where Marge and uh, Bob, I think his name is Bob, his, his her. Her uh, husband, they're sitting in bed. He's like, "Yeah, I got 65." She's like, "You got the 65?" He's like, "Yeah, it's 65." The the, the, the stamp piece. And he's like, oh, like yeah. but the other guy got got 25. No one buys 65 stamps. 65 stamps. He's like, "I'm so, but I'm so proud of you, hun." He's just like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> I read, I read in the crazy. trivia that they they wrote a backstory for themselves and like, um, those two were both cops. And then when Marge got pregnant, since she was the better cop, she stayed on as a cop and he just took up painting. <laughs> I love it. That's good because there's enough half-wit cops in this fucking movie for sure. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, and the show does a great job of continuing that and also Mm -hmm. so many callbacks. Jeremy, I'm so glad you're starting the TV show, Fargo. Anybody out there needs to watch it on Hulu. The first three seasons are fucking excellent. So many constant callbacks. You'll love it. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, The whole scene where, like, uh, with that uh, deputy is there when when Marty shows up and g- gives her a coffee and she's the one that goes down into the ditch, the upside down car, to check out the bodies and whatnot. And um, you know she even has like a part, she even has a, 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 a some motion sickness, not motion sickness, some morning sickness. She's like, yep, oh, it's yeah, it's passed, no big deal. How you doing, Marge? I'm doing pretty good, pretty <laughs> right. good. The whole Just scene, she's, she's taking over. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fast. I'm hungry now. Um, I'm hungry now. <laughs> It gives me parties, which is disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, but that, she's like she, yeah, just, she's a, a great detective. Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah, she really is. I mean, she's like a, a fucking great cop. It's just all connects all the dots very easily, very quickly. It's very perceptive. Um, it's just so I, I love watching her kind of waddle around with the baby. It's just it's so like <laughs> usually you see the cop like doing all the badass shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. she is. She's still doing it. Don't get me wrong. It's just funny yeah. seeing her pregnant doing it all. <laughs> like God, they, they said that girdle, they filled it with bird seed for the gut, and uh, the the boobs were silicone. 
And she forgot it in the trailer one day and the tits exploded from the fucking cold going to heat the next day. Yeah, they had to go run out and get a replacement. How nuts is that, dude? Wow. We need new tits. Somebody get us. Yeah. (laughs) Send somebody up for new tits, please. (laughs) Tits stat. Some so poor fucking, bit. like, B-list actress is probably terrified. Oh, God, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that scene, I, I wish I wrote all the lines down, but it's like that great scene where one of the deputies goes out and talks to that dude shoveling his fucking driveway. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, you t- so you talked to some dude, you found some dude at the bar down there, you said. He's like, yeah, well, I, was talking to this, I was talking to this guy, and, you know, like, he, he said, you know, I'm thinking about killing this guy over here, but, like, like you know, I'm trying to find somebody to do it, and he's going to pay this, and I overheard it. I said, that's a bad idea. It's, it's all, the whole scene is fucking, <laughs> it's like one shot, it's fucking amazing. And it's yeah. over like that. Like, the whole, like, the dialogue is done. <laughs> There's no talking <laughs> about it anymore. It's time. over. That's the well. Yeah. The only talking about it is whenever she's on the radio and she's like, "Oh, what's his name's blabber or whatever, like the loud mouth or something." <laughs> yeah, like, yep, yeah, heading to see him, and then she finds the car. <laughs> and I, I asked Joe, "Is that a, is that like legit? Like in, within that culture?" She's like, "Yeah, it's just like you say what's on your mind, and it's over. You just no one, no one talks about the end conversation at all. It's at the end, end of the conversation. Yeah. Done. I like that." I like that a yeah. lot. <laughs> Very me too. It's just crazy. That's all I am. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Which made for I, Mike I like and Marge's conversation time. to be extra great at that fucking dinner table. Because there's just like calling <laughs> it straight to the point. It's like, so what do you do? He's like, yeah, you know, working here. That's how you will come. Complete bullshit. Dude didn't have a job. Didn't have anything figured out. So it's like, oh, God damn it. I fucking love it. See, it's much. So sorry, Mike. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, no, you're you're good, man. Um. I mean, it, that that seems so great too because it looks like that guy is literally on the verge of a fucking nervous breakdown yes. like the entire time. It's like holy <laughs> shit, man! And then it makes so much. I, I love that callback. It's such such great writing to find out that he's actually you know, all that shit was bullshit made up and everything. It's crazy. Nuts. Yeah, it, it, you can you can see like in his speech pattern too. Like he speeds up, slows down. It's like I you shouldn't have done this. Sweating. I shouldn't he's have like, done this. Yeah, freaking out. Like, <laughs> it's like, bro, did you murder someone, or are you about to? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised given the movie we're watching. <laughs> no, he's just cray cray. Just a little cray cray. It's cray cray. Very cray cray. Dude, some of these dominoes didn't even have to fall if not for Bushimi putting the tags on the car to begin with. Oh, we were saying though. The, yeah, the break one law at a time rule. This is yep. this is a fucking case in point, dude. As you uh, have a fucking yeah. kidnapped woman in your back seat, not even in your trunk. Like, what oh, the damn fuck? Oh, God damn it, dude. Yeah, that could have. I mean, again, everyone's still going to be in some I, shitty situation, but that. And I'm not advocating kidnapping or how to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, I wrote the other note of my eyes. Like, dude. Bushimi didn't put the fucking plates on? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> so important. Like, what the fuck? But, I mean, it goes to his character, I guess. So, he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, he he deserves to get beat by a belt by Chief, at, you know, at some point in this fucking movie because of being that guy. He deserved every yeah. bit of it. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a whole an awesome scene where they uh, go, like, it's obviously they have no idea what the fuck they're doing when, like, when the wife's at, when uh, uh, William H. Macy's wife's at home, and she clearly sees him through the window, like, walk up the fucking, on the, wa- the, the, uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, on the porch, yeah. and he's just, like, looking, like, through the glass and shit, and, like, this, this breaks oh, through and, the fucking the window. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's all amazing. Yeah, it's, scene. it's so funny. She just sits there. It's like, I would see somebody in a ski mask walking up towards me. I'm fucking moving from my gun. <laughs> I'm going, dude. watching this shit in slow motion. <laughs> all in slow motion. 
Huh, that's peculiar. <laughs> I got with a crowbar and a ski mask. Oh, he must be lost. No, bitch, yeah. he's not lost. You need directions. Water meters. <laughs> the whole scene. I, I, I forget about that. That I forget about the whole scene. I even forget about like sort of how that all that ends. To me, that's even yeah. when when uh, Bushiri gets bad. She's like, "Where is she?" And he's like, "I hit her." He's talking or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. But you never really find out. Oh, yeah. Where she's at. You never see it's that like, on screen. And I, you're right. I forgot know. that too, man. Whenever I went back and rewatched it, I was like, "What the fuck?" I rewound and rewound and rewound. I was like, "What the fuck?" I forgot that that was off screen. Yeah, yeah. nuts. And who knows? It's I guess really it's just from talking. You know, he's just done with hearing people talk. Well, I mean, this I before so. whenever he's beating the shit out of the TV, he is just staring at her the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of yeah. creepy sequence where you can see the breath coming out, like hers through the fucking tea cozy oh, the on her head. Yeah, with the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh. Which they use a B-list actress too, in that they weren't going to waste a talent sitting there with a bag over her head or any of the scenes she was running around outside and all that shit. They're like, yeah, okay, we, you know, just get somebody in there who's a female and put this over her head and get her to run around or sit in the yeah. chair and breathe. It is interesting though. Like there's those two scenes, right? There's that there's that scene where um, where Bushimi's trying to get fucking uh, he's trying to get some sort of channel on the TV, right? And it's kind of cut to like him hitting the TV, cut to Stormare, like just staring. And then the, the, the wife with the mask on, like breathing heavily. And then we have the yeah. scene where the scene beforehand where they let her out of the trunk and she just starts running around. It's like almost the same scene. Like Bashimi's hmm. laughing. The, the woman's just running around like zigzag motion. Stormare's just staring the whole time. It's like, yeah, he just, really he's going to kill her inevitably. That's how yeah. it, the way he kills the cop, the way he shoots the other people. That's just, that's yeah. part of his job, basically. The way right, he used right. It. Mm -hmm. You can see the tension building, though. It's just like, it's like that fucking, you know, the old Looney, Looney Tunes cartoon with the, the, the big bulldog and the tiny bulldog. Right. The tiny bulldog <laughs> talks all the fucking time. It's going to shoot the big bulldog eventually. Or the big bulldog's going to shoot the fucking tiny one eventually. You know, it's it's pretty intense. And it's, 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 it happens. And it's just a, a, a really, uh, I, I felt like um, I never expected it, you know? Like when that, that scene happens when they let her out of the trunk, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck's happening now? This is really weird and fucking intense, and like he's gonna break soon, man. Like he's gonna he's gonna kill somebody, and he, he eventually right. does. And you come, Boy, does he? You come back, yeah, no shit. You come back and like you just see blood like all dripping down the stove. I pause that scene. The oven doors open with it on, so yeah. it looks like he killed her and then made his food that he's eating. Oh, <laughs> shit, and then just and then just left the oven door open. Wow. That's crazy. You know, well, like, that and, and that little oh, that's for the heat too. The heat, yeah, yeah in the cabin because they had that thing open while she was still alive too, and I think that's why they had her parked in front of it. Yeah, I don't know. Why. Maybe that was a Bushimi move because I think he was thinking that you know her alive equals you know value. There's money in keeping yeah. her alive, whereas of course, of psychopath course. doesn't see any connection there. He, he was never gonna let her live regardless. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, it, well, I had a lot of friends growing up that had that used to do that shit back in the day. You know, open the oven up and let it heat the house because they want to pay for. They, oh they yeah. Have heat, oh heat. yeah, for sure. I did that shit. Yeah, but like it, it just it's it's again it's just crazy how uh, this thing just culminates into a, a massive, you know, clusterfuck, which in a spectacular, amazing way, which I love to watch. But it's just crazy how everything happened. Like him getting shot in the. Uh, should be getting shot in the fucking face. Him, I, which I love, it has to be a Cohen uh, brothers sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, idea. Of, but like using specifically using napkins to soak up the blood, which is a bad <laughs> idea because it's just sticky as fuck. But he's just doing it over and over again. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. Um, anybody who's ever like cut themselves uh, majorly. 
uh, I've used I've done that before where I, I've got I've got cut pretty bad like at least like between the toes. I use paper oh, yeah. like toilet paper and paper towels. Whatever. It's just it makes it so much more work. It's all it terrible. Out. Yeah, it, it's you horrible. Just, just put super glue. That's what I do with my foot when I was swimming and there was a triangular shaped piece of glass that was right on the edge of the water. I couldn't see it, and it just cut my foot wide open. Damn. I could see Damn down in there bro. pretty dang far, and I had oh. I, dude, it would not stop bleeding. I had to super glue it together, and it worked Ooh. like a charm. Apparently yeah. that's what they did in Nam, dude. They would fucking just use super glue, the quote unquote medical super glue, but it's just fucking super glue, really. Medical uh, super glue, <laughs> all the same the shit either way. But well, it's hilarious. Got, I think I believe super glue's got cyanide in it. So, <clears throat> oh good. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be careful with it. It's great. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> shit. You're <laughs> back, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's so, so funny. He uses like the napkins he uses too. You can tell he just found them wherever. One of them looks like a birthday party like napkin for a child, where there's <laughs> yes. a balloon on yeah. the side of it, and it's like where the, where the fuck did that come from? Some fast food meal, and it just <laughs> looks so like it, it makes it look so much worse too. It's like that's the best you're yeah. gonna do to fix the gaping wound on your fucking face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy. I just is it's, it's, it's one of those awesome touches that they they do like they just bring to this world it's 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 natural to carry napkins in your car right because people go to the fast food restaurant so he's yeah for sure and a napkin said, definitely and i just love that that sort of you know um just that a visual and then having him with those bloody fucking uh, gross paper towels go up to the uh uh you know the, the does he go up to the the, the uh, parking garage guy or is that or am i wrong about that it's because i watched this last weekend so yeah he, he kills the wrong. parking he kills that guy it, it <laughs> yeah. shoots that guy yeah Oh, he's yeah, that whole yeah, visual is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, just that, that whole visual is amazing to me. There's him just pissed off, talking to himself, <laughs> screaming and yelling at himself and shit, and talking about you know it's just and him running out there with like the uh, the window scraper and it's just it's just great. I love all of that shit, man. It's, it drives me nuts that there's nine hundred twenty like in this moviescape. There's nine hundred twenty thousand dollars buried in snow somewhere that. We have no idea whatever the fuck happened to it ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought about it. I, I love I was that like, as well. Me too. I do too. I love that. Well, I, I thought about. It. I was like, I would much rather wrap my coat around that fence pole. It's gonna stay there. But the fact that he put that fucking that tiny little ice scraper in there, the, the snow's gonna build and build and build. You're gonna lose it. More mm-hmm. likely, your jacket will still be there. Well, so. and like that whole just shot of him looking to the right and just white, white out, <laughs> and then looking to the left, white out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'll just yeah. stick this fucker yep. right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, while a storm is coming too oh yeah sorry go ahead mike yeah no no you're good man um I, I read this in the trivia although the film's plot is not based on a true story the plot element of disposing of a body by woodchipper is the incident that was inspired by our true life murder of heli crafts in newtown ct yep. i guess that's canada murdered by her husband although he disposed of her body using woodchipper enough tissue remained to positively identify as a victim his 50-year sentence was shortened for good behavior, and he is set to be released in June 2020. So he's probably out of fucking prison now. Whoa. Yeah, they, um, what, what, ha- what happens was they, 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 he put her body in there, uh, clothing and all, like uh, her purse and everything in there. And they found, like, pieces of her, like, her MasterCard. And what they found was they found a tooth. And they used the, um, I think they call it the, uh, the pulp of the tooth for, uh, to, for positive DNA. And that's how they found that with her. And they they That's found they found like they found rental tickets for a chainsaw and uh, the the wood chipper and that's how they found this guy. Yeah, oh, fucking chainsaw. And he was and he was, and he was brazen. What? What he what he did? What he did? He he had he had the wood chipper uh, uh, attached to his truck 
and he would he was on like a, a major highway at nighttime, like at like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. He would Jesus take Christ. bits of her and throw her in there and then move down Whoa. like a couple miles and do it again, a couple miles, do it again, a couple miles and do it again. And then people were like, Hey, I saw this guy last night with this fucking wood chipper at 2 a.m. That was pretty weird. Let you guys know, see what you think about it. And the cops were like, Yeah, I, I, I'll check it out. Let's check it out. And they fucking went out there and like, Yeah, they had like, um, they had those things, uh, uh, I forget what they're called, but you used them to, like, to, look, to find gold. You know, you put them in the water and you shake them, and that's how they kind of found out all these pieces. They found a bunch of bones, and they reattached everything, and, yeah, it's Whoa. pretty wild. Yeah. Gnarly, that's nuts, dude. man. Yeah, pretty wild. Oh. Yeah, that, I yeah, imagine man. it doesn't leave too much behind for uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> forensics oh, no. to figure it out. Also, just get a divorce. The guy was yeah. having a yeah. problem. Just get a Pay divorce. the money, Sorry. get out of it, be done. Oh, yeah. Why don't you ask your fucking wife, Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Jerry? (laughs) Just get a divorce, Jerry. (laughs) Get a divorce, Jerry. It's not that hard, man. Come on. But I I, I love when um, um, she's driving, when, well, Francis McDormand's driving, she's like, I see my car. I see my vehicle. (laughs) She sees the car up there and she goes up there. (laughs) Holy shit. I remember seeing it the first time as a kid. I was like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before, man. It was blew my mind. Same. That was such a graphic scene. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But it's funny. It's fucking hilarious. I remember even kind of laughing funny. as a yeah. kid when he's struggling with the foot. Yeah. <laughs> and he just doesn't even you hear her right there watching. It it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and then just starts, uh, and he throws a log. It actually hits her in the leg, so he wasn't too far off. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. like, then it just runs. <laughs> yeah. And I do like that that scene with them two driving back. She's like, ah, so it's all about money. Eh? <laughs> but it's a really good Can you scene. believe it? Yeah. Um, it, the uh, the show there's a show that they're watching. Well, that uh, what's his name? The, the, well, uh, the Russian guy's watching um, in the in the uh, cabin is actually <clears throat> a movie called um, The Hudsucker Proxy, I believe, uh, which has Bruce Campbell in it. Oh, is it really? Damn! I and, yeah, that's a Coen brother movie. Yeah, it's a Coen brother movie, and Bruce Campbell's in that movie. And you see Bruce Campbell for like a hot second. It's, yeah, Bruce Campbell's in there. I had to mention nice. Bruce I didn't Campbell. I didn't notice that. That's cool. I just yeah. watched that movie for the first time the other day. Oh, uh, it's it's a good movie. Uh, I'm I'm wrong here. Uh, actually, the soap opera is called Generations. Ah, so okay. some show called Generation was a Detroit soap opera from ni- the 1980s, and he was on uh, that show. Yeah, I never heard of it, but yeah, there you go. Oh, huh. Campbell there? You can see baby baby face Campbell man. Look, look at this baby face man. Raffy, <laughs> baby face <laughs> look at that chin. Apparently, Tom Hanks uh, says this is is a perfect film. I mean, it really feels like it is to me. But I still wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. I don't know why. I think it's the mic scene, even though I still think it's useful. It really throws everything off there for that little bit of time. You know what I mean? It's great. It's crazy. It's so weird. It does. I wouldn't, a perfect movie, I would. When my opinion is in No Country for Old Men, which I just see a lot I of similarities agree. between Marge and and uh, and Fargo was fucking and, close. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, Fargo was definitely close. Uh, it's almost that for me. At the time it came out, it certainly was for me. I just didn't have anything, you know, like No Country for Old Men to compare it to. But I'd say Tommy Lee Jones in No Country for Old Men and Marge have a lot of similarities in the small town car. Yeah, uh, and they're, they're very you straightforward. Know, very straightforward by the book. Uh, very linear. By the, <laughs> very, very, very linear, Sheriff. <laughs> very confused by why anybody commits crime or why, you know, this violence oh, is perpetuated hey. onto their small small town in any sort of way. 
yeah, it's it's just absolutely insane to me. Like like you were saying, Tron, everything is such a specific style with with the Coen brothers. I hope it all exists in the same universe, just because <laughs> like it's just it's so well done and so well put together. And like I was saying, you know, immediately when you see a Coen brother movie, from Miller's yes. Crossing to Raising Arizona, all the way through them all. Stylistically, you pick up on it immediately. It's yeah. it's it's very obvious to me. Um, even before I really followed. Uh, directors for being directors kind Same. of feel. Uh, I could tell when I was watching a movie, I was like, this is very similar to this other movie. And you started learning, oh, the same thing with Tarantino at the time too. You know, you're not paying specific attention to who the director or anything is until right. like di- being the director was a really big deal. When Tarantino came out and it was like, oh, this is a Tarantino flick, that started becoming a big deal. You, I started really piecing things together. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, well, these like are the Coen brothers. Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember realizing years later that fucking Richard Donner not only directed my favorite action movie, but then the Goonies fucking Scrooge yeah. like Superman. <laughs> I knew he directed Superman, but, you know, I, I was before I really followed everything. Wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it like Christmas when you like discovered that somebody you loved just made a bunch of other things you loved? You're like, oh, fuck, this all makes sense. This guy's <laughs> it's part of my personality. Like, oh, this guy fucking rules then. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we, I mean, Mike was talking last night about uh, uh, Martin Campbell. I mean, you, you see a Martin Campbell movie. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a fucking Martin Campbell movie, man. You see, you watch, you watch, um, you know, the, uh, the Mask of Zorro, and, yeah. Goldeneye. It's, it's the same feel, like this, hmm. this, this same acting feel. You know when you're watching a Martin Campbell flick, and it's just, Even that's his awesome. Bond movies from fucking, yeah, from yeah. Um, Goldeneye to um, Christ, Casino Royale. Um, like, it still feels yeah, Royale, very, yeah. two different Bonds, but still very Martin Campbell. Agreed. Yeah, you get a real good feel to it, man. So it's like watching a Tony Scott film, man. You know it's a Tony Scott film. Every oh time. yeah, just by the lights and the fast movement. Like Tony Scott films feel fast. I don't know how to describe. <laughs> yeah, it the yeah. Other way. it's the editing, I think. <laughs> a little bit of editing, but yeah, it's just uh, the Coen Brothers, man. They know how to make it uh, a really great film, and I love. I ha- we haven't mentioned it yet, and I think we, I'm glad we saved it to the end. But the fact that they this movie opens up and says based on a true story and it caught it caught everybody off guard they all thought it was oh, yeah. a really a true story which is mm-hmm. amazing they fooled them all man <laughs> and i think yeah they did it fucking, i think this is before blair witch <laughs> yeah. oh yeah it was and I, I think this definitely came out to and i think a tongue-in-cheek way of being like hold these people accountable for whether or not something's a true story you should be out there doing your research and not just blindly a million movies had <clears throat> you know based on a true story and that sentence literally means nothing. There's no oh, yeah. like measure of based on and what that allows, what what artistic freedoms that allows versus what the story right. is. So for them to just completely like maybe pinpointed the the most true part of the story, like Decent said, was him bitching out a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> we know for a fact that happened. <laughs> the right. rest of it's really all up in the air. You know, there's random yeah. handpicked different things, but overall that he let the viewer be accountable for really whether or not they wanted to believe that it was a true story. And, and I, I, I agree with that. And I also agree with the, the, the fact that um, there's probably a lot of fucked up murders that happen a lot in these small towns mm-hmm. and they don't get solved for a very long time. And right. eventually they do. And you, you find out eventually on Dateline or some other podcast, some shit that how <laughs> fucked up, all this shit is, but they're all everybody's very, everybody's all very quaint and nice to each other, and they, they're all in denial, and they let everything go. And then you find out, you know, years or ten years or fifteen years later, yeah, these fuckers, they, they don't, they, they're a conspiracy, man. They killed a bunch of people, like innocent moms and dads, or possibly children, and you're like, wow. But it all happens in a tiny town. But then people start talking, and 
It could be a true story. I mean, somewhere. I, I believe somewhere. it. Honestly, with the amount of people that exist and the amount of time that there's been for people to fuck up on this level, on this grand scale, there right. are many Jerry Lundegaards. And that's just what we do. There. It's inherent in humans. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're definitely the Jerry Lundegaards out there who for <laughs> sure are going to drop the ball continuously and shit just didn't surface. One thing turned out right for him to where all of it didn't surface, but a lot of other things went to shit. For sure that's happened. Yeah. I, I think I, I, Why'd you ask def- your fucking it's, wife, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, agreed. And it's it's and almost a, a lot of sadly a lot of the time, like ninety percent of the time, that's what it is. Like like they don't want to get the they're just they don't want to sit they, they don't, don't want to talk about divorce. the truth. Yeah, yeah. they don't want to get divorced. They don't want to say like they don't want to say that what's on their mind. So just rather just hire some other stupid idiots to kill his wife and then they they talk to somebody else at a bar and they fucked up and then you know it, it's all collapses and it becomes a joke it yeah there was a coen brother movie so yeah, yeah there was another story i read too that said that might have influenced it some guy hired somebody to kill his wife back in the 60s and the guy hired mm. somebody else to do it and like it was just a whole fiasco and got like he fatally wounded the woman but she was able to get to a neighbor and tell him what happened and then of course everything fell apart and the guy denied it for like years later or whatever oh, the husband right Yikes! 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 yikes. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Dude. My, my favorite stories are always the one where, like, the dude, like, uh, you know, you kill my wife. Here's the plan. Whatever. Here's fifty grand. The dude's just like, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm wife, a cop. I'll take that fifty grand. No, no, <laughs> take the second fifty grand. Just leave. Oh, like, this fuck is yeah. Good. good for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And now you're broke, and you still want your wife dead. Now you're broke. Yeah. Shut <laughs> <Or>, up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or like Mike said, I'm a cop. I'm gone. <laughs> so I'm a cop. <laughs> also nah. get it. One of my favorites nah. was the guy uh, hired a, an assassin to kill his wife, and his wife ended up killing the guy that was going after. Oh, uh, I remember what? that story. Yeah, Dude, that was that. such a story. Such she, a like, good fought, story. She, she, he tried to kill her with a hammer or something, and she fucking fought back and beat the fucking guy to death or something. What? Yeah, it was badass awesome. shit. That belongs Whoa. in the movie. If that's true, then for sure a Fargo-type story could also be true. <laughs> Right, poor Jean. <laughs> poor Jean. Yeah, poor Jean. She probably just got her Jean. head fucking slammed into the oven and then just died right there on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, um, weirdly enough, I thought Jean was played by like uh, you know Missy Pyle, that actress, you know from Galaxy Quest. Um, she looks Which weird. Her eyes are kind of buggy. Quest? Yeah. Is she like one of the aliens? Yeah, she's one of the aliens. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know uh, what you're talking about. She's in lots of stuff, but I thought it was Missy Pyle. She looks a lot like her, but it's not her at all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That chick only has like like Chris said is unknown. She's only got like ten credits or something like that. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, not much. Which is strange. Yeah, she's but, you know got a great uh, accent the whole time. She seems like that person that would live in the, the town like that. She seems yeah. more neurotic than fucking Jerry. She is like she looks <laughs> like she looks like she's getting like the wife meth from the doctor. You know what I mean? And just yes, fucking cleaning yeah. and cooking all day every day. She's the way like, she's cutting those vegetables up. and like oh, just looking man. down intently and staring. I wrote off. that down in my notes, dude. Crazy. <laughs> so like, whoa, Gene. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Your fingers are cut close to veggies. that blade. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I wrote it on my nose. Look at her cut those veggies. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm impressed. Agro, agro, <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> super <laughs> agro. It was like that fucking guy last night, the drummer who got the he's got the side head and the sticks. He's like, man, Adam, fucking, there's, there's no cash. So I had to get my sister to bring me fucking cash. It's like he's one of my favorite fucking drummers. Like I just fucking like, that guy right, was man. 
insane, Jesus man. Christ, yeah. I yeah. get it. You're on steroids. You're a little guy. You got, you got a little guy complex. <laughs> Yo, my girl, so my weird. sister lives on the road, and all my sister come over and pick me up and steal my stuff. But like, my sister, she won't come answer my phone calls, and then. She's just right down the road, man. What the fuck? Like, and then she did cool, fucking right? bring him money and buy, he bought like a signed <laughs> drum head and a, and a drumsticks by the guy. Yeah, it's like, Jesus, you should be. Because I was like, dude, that's awesome that she came through and that she got it. And he's like, yeah, man, but it's just fucking, you know, fuck her. Fucking, she's just fucking taking my card. And it's like, what the fuck? She keeps saying I have a fucking Napoleon complex. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's pissing me Who off. Who the fuck is Napoleon? The fuck? Yeah. I, I fucking hate that movie. It's a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> Eat your fucking food, Tina. I don't get it. <laughs> I've, seen, you know, I've, seen, I've, I've seen Ginger like five times this year. It's been amazing. But San Antonio can't do it no more, man. I can't do San Antonio no more. He's probably coked out. It's like, that, oh, man. that sounds very coked, coked out. out. That sounds yeah, very he, he is probably coked out. It's I was like, whoa, you see, man, you're operating at this level way up here. Let's go ahead. <laughs> was he like that the whole show? Was he spun out like oh, that? No, no, we, no, we migrated away. Yeah, like, he migrated like, away from us, thankfully. God oh. damn. Mike handled it so Jeremy, well. I think you, yeah, Jeremy, I, I was doing my best. I think you went to go get a beer. And I was like, yeah, dude, it was good talking to you. I'm going to go. I made some bullshit. I was like, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette or something. And just kind of walked in big circles until he migrated away. Because <laughs> a dude have, like that will ruin your show. Yeah, man, I ain't trying to have that shit. No. He's he's got all right. I'm sorry, everybody out there listening to the show. We're on a tangent, but like, yeah. he's wearing like a ginger hat and a ginger shirt. He's oh, like, yeah, his ginger symbol sign and ginger's drumsticks. And I'm like, this guy is fully into this shit. Yeah, Vlad's <laughs> like, one of my favorite fucking drummers. Like, yeah, man, he's killer, dude. Like, he's yeah, great, man. He's awesome. Bro. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm obsessed with Tool. I understand. I'm not going to be rage fucking screaming at people <laughs> for good things that ended up happening at the concert. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not me. Yeah, it was it was it show was incredible though, and everybody out there listen to the band Ginger J I N J E R. They're fucking great, incredible great band, yeah. from Ukraine, great. Ukrainian band. Fuck Russia, Ukraine. Really cool. Fuck yeah, <clears throat> and go out and watch Fargo. It's a great yes. movie, uh, masterpiece. <laughs> and <laughs> also, also yes. watch the TV show. The TV show's great. Yeah, it rules. TV show. I, Mike told me about it. Uh, apparently, Tron has been watching. I started watching it today. Um, it's fantastic. And like Mike said before, uh, before, in the first season, I'm not sure about the, the other seasons, but like, there's definitely a lot of hints to the, a lot of nods and stuff to the the, the original movie, which I really like a oh, lot. Yeah. I mean, you'll see so. Marty Freeman is basically first. William H Macy in, in the, the first season. Yeah. So far, for me, yeah. So he just keeps fucking up, man. Like every time, like ah. Oh. God ah, damn! Like damn makes it, it worse, yeah. makes it worse, and makes it worse. <laughs> he had such a great out with the car being stolen. I, I we'll talk about it some other time, but and Billy Bob Thornton's Billy haircut. Bob Thornton. oh, what the fuck? He's great. He's excellent. Yeah, he deserved all the awards for the season. But yeah, yeah. Now I want to say this is still it's still uh, tied to Fargo the show. So I, I, I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, just just my feeling so far, three episodes in. I kind of feel like uh, it's kind of it has a kind of a feel of, of a uh, needful things. Have you guys ever seen the needful things or read needful things? Yeah, it's, no. it's constant darkness. It's the Ed Harris writing in the movie. Yeah, Ed Harris, the Virginia the Madison. Is, it's Stephen King book. Stephen King book. <laughs> well, basically, like uh, there's no supernatural in this show, obviously, which I like. But like in the in the book, needful things, basically Satan shows up in a small town uh, in Maine, and he ha- opens up an antique antique store. And people in the people in the town are pretty much, you know, run down. They never got out of the town ever. Uh, small town, and they 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 find that this dude has stuff that that reminds them of the past when they were younger. 
they want those things again to remind them of the childhood or stuff like that, you know, make them feel mm-hmm. young again. And he'll give you these things for a price. And it, the price can be like, uh, you know, bribery, thievery, murder, you know, uh, anything like that. And the town sort of turns on each other. And it kind of feels like when you, when you first meet uh, 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 Joe, uh, not Joe, uh, Billy Bob, he kind of like kind of sets that stuff up, you know, the whole like, you know, having the kid pissed in the gas tank, you know, uh, his sort of the way he sets sort of things in order just to see the, the town burn, basically. It's very interesting. Yeah, kind of reminds me of beautiful things. But That's awesome. yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah, character. I agree. Besides his wig, his Fuck wig yeah, is bad. But the wig no, is... that's his hair. That's his hair. Oh, okay, that I'm bowl sorry. cut is he, went, uh, he, he came in with that haircut, and the, the casting director was like, oh, okay, he fucking gets it. He came with that haircut for the audition. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> yeah. He had an idea already planned. Okay, so cool. I mean, it might be a wig because it does kind of look wiggy, but I know he had that he had that done when he came in. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> so holy shit, dude. right on. Good call. Right on. It's it's faded, you know, like kind of like faded, but uh, it's very Anton Shigurlik for the fucked up, crazy haircut, psychopath I, look. I, I agree. I agree. And he's great. All of it, he even has questions like Anton Shigurlik in this movie too. Like, why does my name have to be on the, uh, you know, on the mail? You know, why does it have to be? Oh, and my it gets, name? It gets why, better and better. Trust me, man. Yeah, just wait. It gets. <laughs> oh, there's a whole treats. sequence about green, and that's all I will say. And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Well, that scene with the pets, what, 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 what you can say about a pet, like, can it be, like, algae, can be fish, spiders, rattlesnakes, <laughs> like, it's, like, amazing, <laughs> it's right. awesome, um, but anyways, um, yeah, guys, go check out this stuff, check this stuff out, uh, I think we, we, we think you guys would really like it, and, um, happy holidays, uh, Christmas is coming soon, Woo! the 18th. And um, we all here wish you all the happy holidays, and, uh, hopefully we can get the next one out before christmas hits we don't know we'll find out but we got one more uh, snowy movie for you christmas like and i hope you guys dig it so um from all us here at pcp happy holidays merry christmas merry christmas motherfuckers later I don't